0: Well, hi there.
1: <laughs> Happy New Year.
0: Thank you. And same to you. It is a delight to be in 2022, <laughs> isn't it?
1: It is. I'm going to shift a little.
0: Okay. Shift it up.
1: I was thinking it's like a big year of twos because it's 2022 and it's season two.
0: It is. Yeah. We didn't yeah. even plan that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are excited to be bringing you the first minisode of season two. Woo-woo! We are doing something a little bit different with this minisode because we're filming ourselves for the first time. <laughs> Hello, people Hi. watching us, presumably.
1: <laughs> I wanted to say, as happy as I am to be in the new year, I am sad Because Betty White died.
0: I know. I don't even know how to convey the depths of my sorrow about this. Because Betty White is probably my favorite celebrity. Yeah. And I just felt such a weird connection to her, I guess. (laughs) Okay. I mean, not in any personal way, but I just loved everything she ever did. Like, she was always... Perfect in everything I love her so much In all of the classic shows That she has been on Mary Tyler Moore Which we've talked about here Golden Girls Which we'll be releasing An episode on Very soon Hint hint Oh my gosh (laughs) <laughs> no one had any idea whenever they saw a Golden Girls clip in our promo material <laughs> on Instagram that that could be coming. And then, like, all of her amazing guest spots on TV shows over the years, you know, hosting SNL and being on Community, Community Yes, and 30 Rock and, like, all of these shows that I love so much. And then all of her history and game shows, too, like, going back to the Password days. I was... A very cool child and (laughs) loved watching Password and all of the old game shows on Game Show Network.
1: You're a game show guy.
0: And Betty White was a fixture on all of them. And I just feel like I have lost such a part of not just my childhood because of that, but of my adulthood when I discovered, you know, the bulk of her work. Right. And I just like she is Absolutely one of a kind, can never be replicated. I know. I don't think that we will probably ever see another celebrity with her kind of talent and her kind of the kind of reverence that people had for her. I know. In the industry. I mean, everyone, except B. Arthur, maybe, just loved her. <laughs> and and it is just such a loss that is being deeply felt right now.
1: I feel so Sad because I agree with you. Like, I just don't think there's people out there now that are like her at all. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. the world we live in is so different and her comedic timing is so impeccable. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I was actually watching the most recent episode of And Just Like That And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of it yet.
0: I I watched it. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. So there's this, have you seen all of what's out so far? Yep. Okay. There's the scene where Carrie is like in the bed and she is like basically peeing in the Snapple bottle Mm -hmm. and like her comedy in that scene is so good. And I just, she's like, sarah jessica parker is so funny but she will never like as funny as she is as great as even her physical comedy is and her like comedic timing like she'll never be like betty white and like Mm -mm. there's no one that will be like betty white but that scene made me i actually laughed out loud when she ended up spilling the pee (laughs) over her bed how do you feel about it so far?
0: I actually really like it. <laughs> I'm kind of too! Su- I'm kind of surprised <laughs> because I said on our sex in the city episode I wasn't like a huge fan, I guess, of the original series. I liked it well enough, you know, there were definitely parts of it that I appreciated and I thought bringing it back all of these years later. Like, I just didn't think that there was any way it was going to be good. (laughs) And that is a statement that I am fully willing to admit was wrong. (laughs) I just think that they did such a smart job of updating everything. Like, it it does feel like what you would expect Sex in the the City to be like today. Yeah. Incorporating all of the inclusivity, not just, Mm -hmm. you know, racially, but there are multiple characters of non-binary or gender exploration kind of going on, including one teenage character.
1: Yes. I was going to say, I love the storyline with Charlotte's daughter Mm -hmm. or like however they choose to identify by the end of the series. I just think it's, like, so smart, and it's so smart to use Charlotte in that way. Like, Mm -hmm. she's the perfect character to go through that. Right. They've been doing a great job with that. I don't really love Che. I
0: I mean, I'm fine with Che. The
1: podcast is just bad.
0: That's what I was thinking. Like, (laughs) I I like Che as a character, and I also like Miranda's kind of, I don't know, mid to three-quarter life crisis. (laughs) <laughs> with, with her exploration of things with Che, but it like i I do feel like there might have been a a smarter way to use Carrie yeah in the modern sense she could have been more of like a regular influencer even like I don't yeah. like maybe that's more outside of her character than they would want to push but
1: she's always been so bad with technology right like that's the only thing yeah. I think that the best part of it for me is the way they've handled Samantha not being there mm-hmm. and I kind of think it's almost like an F U to Kim Control a little bit
0: I thought so too.
1: They've made her a huge character uh-huh. like she literally is a main character in the show
0: yeah like she's not I, like I fully expected her to just be like a ghost and yes. like they would mention her in the first episode explain why she's not there and then move on and and she's not. Like, whether Kim <laughs> Control likes it or not, that character is still around. And I also kind of like that in case Kim Control ever did change her mind.
1: She could come back.
0: Mm-hmm it definitely seems like the door is open for Samantha to pop up at some point. I don't know how long they plan to keep doing it just like that. But at this point, I plan on watching all of it.
1: I had a dream. So I watched it right before bed the other night and I had a dream that Kim Cattrall came back for like the final two episodes of the season. Mm. And I got to like see a little bit of it in my dream. And I woke up and I was like, please let this be reality.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will say, speaking of characters being gone it was sort of a less grand send-off for willie garson than i sort of expected yeah and i hope i'm not spoiling anything here for anyone but with the major character death that happens in episode (laughs) one of this season it might have felt like a little too much to like also kill off stanford so maybe that's why they took the approach that they did and just Sending him to Japan, (laughs) but it was a nice way to like end things and not just like forget about him. Of course, but also seems like for as much as he seemed to be loved by all of the cast and crew, and as much as that character was important for the original series, to just kind of like send him off without a lot of fanfare was a little surprising to me.
1: Well, and on the flip side of that, how lucky were they that Big got killed off in that first episode? Oh, spoiler! (laughs) But I mean with everything that has come out since then, yeah, it's just like I almost like had the thought like did they did someone know like did they just do this to get him out of there before everything came out to the public? but like I don't I don't think that that's probably true, but it does seem really convenient that mm-hmm. he's just gone and we don't really have to like see him ever <laughs> again right. yeah
0: so this week's main episode or maxi episode, if you will, we talked about RuPaul's Drag Race. And I'm wondering if we can supplement our thoughts, maybe, now that Season 14 is premiering We didn't mention season 14 at all In the episode because we knew nothing (laughs) About it at the time but now we have You know the cast we are recording this A couple of days away from the premiere So we don't Mm -hmm. we haven't really seen anything Other than the meet the queens special Maybe if we watched that I didn't you didn't watch it no okay
1: I looked at all of their instagrams Whenever it was announced but it's really Hard to tell like Mm -hmm. everyone Is pretty professional at this point I did I mean we had already talked about this, but there's a straight contestant, a straight male contestant on this sh- this season, mm-hmm. and so that's interesting to me. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out if there's any drama with that or how he does he seemed fine, like the Instagram, all his looks and everything seemed great. So I hope Mm -hmm. that he does well. I think that it's a cool angle for the show to take and it's inclusivity in kind of like a different way. So one thing about
0: the straight male contestant, I don't think that this thought is unique to me, but one of the things that I was seeing online too, that I had also thought myself was the show. And this is something we mentioned in our episode is that like the show is such a beacon of the queer culture and it holds such a special place for so many lgbtq plus people that including a heterosexual cisgender person in some ways might feel like uh, you know haven't straight white people taken enough from you know From us already. Not us, because I'm, you know, also a white person. But I can understand why there might be some frustration over the casting. But I also appreciate it because it does show that drag can be for anyone. Yeah. And you look at a show like We're Here on HBO, which features three fabulous queens from Drag Race going across America and teaching people basically how transformative the art of drag is and why it is important and what it can do for people of all sexual orientations and gender expression and races and socioeconomic status and backgrounds and everything. You know, the whole idea of that show is that drag can be for everyone from the the smallest town to the biggest city, and Drag Race I like the fact they might be taking more of that approach by being more inclusive, even if the inclusivity seems backwards from the way that inclusivity (laughs) typically works on television. So, as you said, it will be interesting to see how the show actually handles all of that on screen and whether the response to that within the community is positive or negative.
1: I mean, I appreciate, like, on the flip side of that, I, I hear everything you're saying, but I do think showing not only that drag can reach beyond like the community of people and like drag can be for anyone. It also just, I like that a straight man would be open and secure enough in himself to do something like drag. And I think like be it, an ally to that community by using this art form and building those bridges. I mean, I know it's just one person, but like it would be nice to see more of that in a way. I mean, it is a hard thing because you don't want to take anything away from the community it was originally serving. But also Mm -hmm. we still do need to build those bridges between, like, straight and LGBTQ+, or male and female, or, like, non-binary and binary. Like, there's a lot of... I don't know i just feel like i've been thinking so much lately about how divided our country still feels and thinking about like even vaccinated versus unvaccinated which i don't want to get too political right now but like we need to find ways to meet in the middle a little bit and like even though this is drag and like not at all on the same scale as like vaccination status but like (laughs) It's like one small way in which like one person is going to be on this platform showing that they are supportive and they're like meeting in the middle. So I don't know. I appreciate it from that angle, if that makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from there. I don't know how much we'll be talking about Drag Race in future minisodes, but I am excited to see how this new season of the show goes.
1: I am too. I have to unlock my front door right now.
0: Okay, <laughs> Have fun. I'm just giving some nice little camera angles here, in case in case you want to use these for promo or anything.
1: All right, I'm back. I am excited for Drag Race 2, sorry, that was the last thing you were saying, but I am really excited. I haven't watched any since I was initially watching a few months ago. I just kind of oh, wow. got my fill for a little okay. while, but I feel like I'm ready to like dive back in. Mm. Did you watch UK 3? I did,
0: yes. It was fine, but I would say the weakest of the three seasons so far. It's like after the high of UK2, which was maybe the best, one of the top three best for sure, seasons of any international version or US version of the show, it just kind of feels like a letdown a little bit. I have been watching Canada's Drag Race Season 2, over the last couple of days and i'm quite enjoying that it's i think an improvement over season one for sure it feels like it has a little more energy maybe i don't know if that's quite the right word but season one just felt a little bit like dry to me for some reason speaking of these international versions there's a rumored international all-stars
1: it's not rumored it's confirmed
0: well there's there's no there's a rumored cast
1: oh okay okay
0: um (laughs) (laughs) but they are definitely doing it. I guess. Do you have any thoughts about what you would like to see on that season? Or who? (laughs) I
1: would love for Bimini to come back, but I feel as though Bimini is not going to come back because they have been traveling the world Mm -hmm. and doing so much that there's no way they filmed unless they filmed literally immediately following UK2. Yeah. But there's like no gap in social media presence. And... honestly bimini doesn't need it i just want more (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: right And
1: I haven't watched enough of the other international seasons to really know. Like, I've only watched UK Mm -hmm. out of the international seasons. But I do know that it's being filmed, or it was filmed, in the UK. Mm -hmm. So I think it's possible UK participants may have an advantage. Possibly. Just home field advantage. Maybe. Do you think that there's going to be many Americans?
0: I wouldn't expect there to be a ton, but I would, I mean... There have to be some. At least two. I would think. So I, I looked at the rumored cast list, and there were at least two American queens that I remember. But both of them surprised me because they had both been on All Star American All-Stars before. Hmm. And actually, one of them had been on two All-Star <laughs> seasons. So it okay. would really surprise me if she was also on international all-stars because it would be her fourth time competing Wait,
1: can you tell me who it was i can bleep it out
0: okay um it's Jujubi oh okay oh and i love Juju B. so like if she's on it i'm here for it <laughs> but yeah i was not expecting to see her name on the list interesting especially because she's also on queens of the universe the new Paramount Plus singing competition.
1: I haven't watched any of that either.
0: I haven't watched it either, but she's on it. <laughs> I know. So
1: you saying Jujubee makes me think of something I was thinking about earlier today, which is what my drag name would be. Oh. Because I feel like you have like two routes you could go in. You could either go in like a Jujubee direction where it's like just kind of a one word silly thing, or you can do like a Sharon Needles or like... Mm-hmm. Fish and chips or whatever that person is. Uh, That's not... Bag of chips. Fish and chips.
0: (laughs) Bag of chips better be on (laughs) International All-Stars, by the way, because I just love her. But anyway, continue.
1: (laughs) There's like two options. You can Uh do like a pun or you can do like a Alaska, you know? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Or you could do something boring, like... Oh. I mean, there are those queens that are just like... Uh, there's a, a queen on season 14, for example, not to like poop on anyone's drag name, but her name's just Alyssa Hunter. And I'm like, okay, okay, like, you could come up with any creative name that you want in the world. It's like, you just opened <laughs> someone's middle school yearbook and like pointed and like, Literally. Oh, okay. and she's Puerto Rican too. Like you, Weird. you picked the most white girl name you could possibly <laughs> come up with, but oh well. Anyway, Anyway. what would your drag name be? Did you come up with one? No.
1: (laughs) I just don't think I could do a pun name. Like, I I think I would want to, but I don't know if I could come up with something good. So I would probably just pick something kind of, like, silly. Mm. Like Jujubee, but, like, Raisinette or something.
0: (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Oh, you know what you could be is R-A-E space, last name, (laughs) Z-I-N-E-T-T-E. Ray Zanet Ray
1: Zanette. <laughs> What would your drag name be uh, to put you completely on the spot?
0: I 100% already know the oh, answer to this. Well, could. it is something I have thought about before, not because I intend to do drag, <laughs> although I would give it a try. I just probably I couldn't do the makeup and probably couldn't right. walk in heels. But my drag name would be Annie Vilgenius.
1: Ooh, I Annie love that.
0: Vilgenius.
1: And you could definitely learn how to do makeup if you wanted to.
0: I feel Not, like I'm I could Not I'm pressuring you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Some, I can't do makeup, so I don't really know what I'm talking about, but. Mm.
0: You know what? I have another name <laughs> that I also think is great. Amanda. But it's spelled A space M-A-N period space D-U-H exclamation point.
1: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's a good one.
0: Uh, I hope there are some future drag queens listening to this who want to pay me for these names that I'm coming up with.
1: You should start a side hustle where you create drag names for drag
0: performers. Oh, I should. That's a good idea. Yeah. If anyone out there is thinking about trying drag or, you know, thinking about rebranding themselves with a different name, just reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Just just throwing it out there. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness.
0: I just have to say...
1: What? Tell me.
0: I actually have like a whole list of drag names that I had come up with when I was writing scripts more earnestly. Mm -hmm. Because I had written an episode of a show that I was working on where like the characters went to a drag performance or something. And there was like a whole list that I came up with of drag names that I thought were really good at the time and I now I can't remember any of them and I can't find that list. Oh man. And it makes me pretty sad. But if I can then I am set for life I bet.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say if you can find it we should put it on our Instagram.
0: Oh I will try to find it.
1: Yeah try to find yeah. it. Yeah. No pressure. Well do you want to wrap this up?
0: I think so yes. I don't know how to <laughs> wrap it up.
1: Well I will say that I am super excited that we're back for season two, and I hope everyone listening has enjoyed this episode. A little bit different than our normal minis, but I think it works. Mm
0: -hmm. I think so. We're just kind of keeping it cash. Yeah. If you like this format, please let us know so that we can continue doing it, because we are making these minisodes on a much shorter turnaround schedule (laughs) than we made anything ever before. So if you like this and want us to keep doing more of it, then please let us know. If you hate it and want us to go back to the old way we were doing mini-sodes, where we were just each talking about a different show that we liked, then... Please tell us that. And we might consider doing that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Also, I will say, please give us a follow on Instagram, at televisionarypodcast. Follow us on TikTok. It's also at televisionarypodcast. Trying something new, trying to hit, you know, the Gen Z airwaves, so to speak.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) And I think the fact that I said airwaves makes it pretty clear that I'm pretty out of touch. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I I wasn't going to say anything but I'm glad you caught that.
1: Yeah, and also just If you like what we're doing, share this episode with a friend who you also think may like this. Everyone likes TV, except literally my boyfriend is the only person who doesn't like TV, which is pretty annoying. Uh, But yes, share it with a friend and hopefully more great content to come in season two. So thank you for listening.
0: Yes, we appreciate you listeners and hope you're having a happy new year so far and hope it just keeps getting better from here.
1: (sighs) Amen. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to Televisionary. If you like what you heard, share this episode with a friend. You can follow us on Instagram at Televisionary Podcast, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Bye.